Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Shams and Gossip. I'm Carlin, here with Stephanie. Hello. (laughs) And we are joined by Sunia, who is our resident Bravo what do we call it? Correspondent. Our number one Bravo correspondent. <laughs> I'm the uh, number one, yes, but I'm the, also the registered. Registered. Correspondent. You got to add the regular. Registered. A little more clout. You know what I mean? <laughs> Love it. Um, so today's episode, we are going to get into some gossip stories, but also talk a lot about our housewives. So, what is everybody drinking today? I'll go first because I'm yeah. really proud of myself. Yeah. I am drinking Trader Joe's. Yes. Charles Shaw Blend. Yes. yes. Back in the day, otherwise known as Two Buck Chuck. Yes. yes. Except now it's like $3. Correct. But nonetheless, you know, in a quick pinch. It's still good. Yeah. It's like your favorite housewife who will always answer your phone call. <laughs> None of them answer mine, but... <laughs> I would like them to. <laughs> Carlin, uh, what are we drinking? So Stephanie and I are together for the first time recording in five months, maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Super jealous. Since March. <laughs> Since March. Um, and we are doing a staycation, kind of. But <laughs> but we are, that's what we're like, like proposing it as. But we are having our photo shoot tomorrow for Shams and Gossip for the website and social and all that kind of stuff. And so we're at this really cute hotel in Orlando. That's where we're shooting it. And they have this really cute bar. And so the bar, we walk to the bartender and they don't have a menu. And basically you're just like, you tell them what you want. And so we were like, well, we like champagne so can you make us something with champagne? <laughs> and he said, yeah. So it's actually really pretty and it tastes so good. It is pretty. It looks like a sunset. Right. Mine is a little spicy, but it's also sweet. Mm-hmm. What's in it? Um, I think there's gin in it. Gin and champagne. Yeah. And I feel like I, I don't know what the red, the pink is. So though. he had like a little tub of pink stuff that he poured in. <laughs> Not a tub of pink stuff. Yeah, so legit. It looked like a a large wonton soup thing. Yes, of of juice. Of pink juice. Mm -hmm. And then it's literally, it's the wonton soup container. And then uh, I think there was like some lemon going in. Yeah, there's lemon in it. It's it's delicious. It's like refreshing. It's almost like, it's like spritzy. Yeah. Like it's citrusy spritz, but it's not... um, it's not too sweet. Yeah. It's not too sour. So this is all really cute what you're doing. I've officially named your drink. It's called a Shams and Sunset. Ooh. Oh my gosh, that's great. Okay. It's I a love Shams it. and Sunset. Everything that you just described sounds so relaxing. Like yeah, exactly so what you want to do after a long, hard day of work. You love want it. something that keeps you excited. Yeah. And then something that's a little zestful. Right before you get into some housewives tea, <laughs> Shams and Sunset coming soon. Yes, to a bar socially distanced near you. Near you. <laughs> oh yes. my gosh! And if you live in Orlando and you haven't been to the Wellborn, you should check it out. That's where we're at. Yep, 
And I must say it's crowded, but it's socially distanced crowded. So like. You should tell them to put that cocktail on the menu. Yeah. They have a menu inside, but where we went was like a little bar, like cart thing. But they need to promote it and they need to call it the Shamsons. <laughs> they need to promote us is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. I love it. Maybe they will once they see our awesome photos. Yes. Shout out to the well-born. Whoop, whoop. Okay, so uh, let's get into our top five stuff. Do you want to intro top five? Sure. So this past week on Bravo's Twitter account, they posted this question, and I thought it'd be great. So they said, hypothetically, hypothetically, <laughs> if Bravo were to cast seven housewives on a deserted island, who would you want to see? So we just want top five. Who would you want to see on a deserted island show hypothetically, which makes me real excited because, like, I hope that they hypothetically are doing this shit. Oh, my God. Yes. And before anyone says anything, um, Garcelle commented on the tweet and said, better not be me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I wouldn't put Garcelle in that. No, neither would I. (laughs) But I just wanted to throw that in because I thought that was amazing. I respect her too much. I'm like, no, I can't. Um, Okay, who wants to go first? I think I can, I think I can handle, I can handle it. All right, I'm going to go Sonia, Portia, uh, Melissa Gorga, Candy, and Giselle. Okay, I'm going to piggyback off of that. <coughs> I have Giselle and Robin, because Robin's very athletic. Let's not forget. <laughs> and I imagine this being kind of like Survivor, okay? So who's good for, like, actual activity and who's good for the shade and fraud? Yeah, you're right. Lisa Rinna. Oh. Ramona. Luann. Mm. And then I have an asterisk only if allowed, considering the probation issue she has and depending on where they're traveling to, Teresa. (laughs) I almost picked Teresa. Oh, I 100% did pick Teresa. (laughs) Okay. If they're filming this show, the number one person I want to see on Desert Island is Teresa being like, what is this? And like picking up random shit and being like, is that a lizard? But not knowing how to pronounce a lizard. 100%. Like, in my head, I hear her saying po- poison somac instead of sumac and then getting yes, it all over yes. her body. Saying things wrong. Like being like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, and then have that look <laughs> on her face with her no hairline. Yeah. <laughs> oh She's my like God. number one. My number two is Sonia Morgan. Because she would just be drunk. Oh, Sonia, Sonia. You the first um, one voted off. Yeah. And then I have Karen Huger, Ooh, the Grand Dom. The Grand Dom. And I think that she'd be great paired with Nene Leakes. Oof. Oh. Mm-hmm. Bravo would have to, like... In my mind, they don't like each other. I don't know why. They don't, don't and they'd have to ask for an extended line of credit in order to get Nene to do a show like this. I'm so into it though. And then my last one is Leah, just because I'm like Ooh. so obsessed with Leah right now. Like, love her. Yeah. So that's my list. 
I love it. I love all. I love your lists. I love both of your lists. That was fun. And when is the show going to drop? Give us more. Like, are they really doing this? I hope so. I mean, I think it would. I mean, I think people would really. I think Twitter is a place to gauge this kind of thing right now. It's not like they can have these little think tank sessions with a bunch of people sitting and watching a pilot for it. So. 100%. Like they missed out on like quarantining a bunch of them together in the beginning of this and mm-hmm. filming it for us. Oh my <laughs> God. Like the epitome of real world housewives edition. Could you imagine? I can't imagine. It's everything I would ever want in a reality show. Literally. Literally. Like, they really missed the boat on that. Yeah. Like sure. I'm actually mad at Andy for it. <laughs> Damn it, He's Andy. Been hanging out in the Hamptons, okay? Like living his best life. Legit, his I best know. life. However, Andy Cohen. I only say this because I love you. I do love him. But, like, I need either, like, a root touch-up or, Mm. like, I need someone to give him, like, a hair Zoom session right before. Just something. Yes. It's, yeah. His hair looks crazy. Well, we're at the point of quarantine where, like, I get it. Your hair can look bad. But, like, like, my hair looks bad. But, like, he has money. So, like, he can socially distance Blurring someone into the Hamptons, have them fix it up so he doesn't look so disheveled. Also, I think your hair looks super cute right now. Yeah, her my pony, I'm really living for it. Thanks. Her hair is fine. I got His it. hair just screams like, I am not in my studio and this is, I woke up like this. Correct. Right, that, well, yes. no one brushing it for him. His whole, f- what? What? <laughs> Why can't he brush his own damn hair? I'm just saying like when he's in that- the Right. In the studio, I know. He can brush it, but I, I, I feel like Andy doesn't care about brushing hair. I don't I agree. He doesn't, he's just like, yeah. he's into the dead. He smokes a shit ton of weed. He's into the dead. I mean, so does my boyfriend, but he still manages to brush his hair. Then come a grateful. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was great. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Anyway, and he plays with that Benjamin kid all day. Oh, I know that Benjamin kid, man. What a life. I can't wait till little Ben and little Anderson Cooper have a reality show. Oh my God. It's basically going to be Gossip Girl, but like 2030. Seriously though. (laughs) Growing up rich, honey. (laughs) Benjamin's going to be Chuck Bass, but like not a rapist. But not not a rapist. Yeah. Oh God. Because everyone loves Chuck Bass at the end of the day. We all did. Yeah. It literally, it's like one of those things that like I feel really shameful for the way I feel about Chuck Bass because he is a bad person. Yeah. And in real life, he's a bad person. Right. But I also love him so much. I know. Well, Life was hard for him on the Upper East Side, you know? I mean, you can understand his flaws. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Um, Let's touch on some gossip stories um, before we. Gossip girl. Yeah, speaking of gossip girl. XOXO. Before we get into our housewives talk. So, first thing we have on our list Chrissy Teigen um, and John Legend are having a third baby. (laughs) So exciting. Yes. And they they released, well, announced, announced it. Um, in his music video, which I thought was so cute. And um, yeah, I didn't, I wonder, well, I mean, I don't know if I didn't read a lot of things, but I don't know. Oh, you did. Okay. Do you think, were they trying? Um, Okay. So I don't know that. Oh, (laughs) 
Oh my god. Yes. Sorry. I forgot. Listen, this is great. I forgot how great it is to record with you in person. Sorry. Okay. I didn't read that, but I did read that when Chrissy Teigen got her breast reduction, her her implants taken out, they did a pregnancy test and it came back negative. Whoa. And so she got the procedure done, but she was pregnant when they did the procedure. How long was that? How long was... Oh, but she, she got what, them taken she, out like a month or two ago. Oh. So she, I'm going to say closer to two months ago. Yeah. yeah. But she was pregnant at that point. Wow. Yeah. But she's really, really showing, which really makes me think she's at least 12, 13 weeks pregnant. Yeah. 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 She's so cute. And I, I love her. And I know there's a lot of people that don't like Chrissy Teigen. And I love Chrissy. Her, but you can turn her. off our podcast. <laughs> no wrong. I literally, yes, I love her. And I don't care if everything she does is for attention. I don't believe that. And I don't no. care if it is, actually, because mm-hmm. I love her. Yeah, Correct. she's great. She's great. She, she gets a hall pass always. For, yes. For because 99.8% of the time, she's always fucking right. And she has the balls to say things that, like, most of us wouldn't on an average day. Yeah. And it's so refreshing to have someone do that and not be a piece of shit at the same time. And yeah. she loves Bravo. Yes. <laughs> and she's funny and she tweets and she tweets things that then she regrets that she tweeted, but she doesn't like take it down. Tweet. I love it. I love right. her. Mm-hmm. And they love John Legend because they like him on The Voice. And I like that it was a video, like the music video means so oh. much more. Like it lives forever. They have such right. a history, the two of them, and their video romance, you and know? And I think I read that the person who produced it was, the, or the director, was the same director that did the video when they first met. That's so correct. I was like, that's really sweet. Like That I is that. sweet. Right? That is. Thank you, John, for giving us something to enjoy in the middle of a pandemic. Hello. Uh, yes. <laughs> his album, actually, his new album it's is so good. really, really yeah, good. Yeah, I agree. I cannot wait I for really that tour. I really like it. I want to go. I can't wait for concerts in general. Mm. Yeah. Girl, speak on it. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> I love a concert. We love a concert. Yeah. yeah oh. Seriously. Oh. Legit. Um, okay. So the next story is um, there's a new Below Deck show. And I think, I can't, I can't remember the name of it. Oh. What's that sound? I don't know. Is that us? I think this hotel is haunted. And I don't believe in ghosts. Stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody see what's going down. Um, <laughs> no, JK. JK, JK, JK. JK, JK. JK. Um, no, they announced a new Below Deck show. Well, I don't know well, if they next, no, They didn't really on. announce it. I'm trying to find my phone. They teased it. They teased it because they're looking. They It was almost like one of, you know, one of those things where they're like casting call. Blah, blah, blah. We were starting, or not starting, but, like, we have a new show, and we need these type of people. Right. So, uh, Colin? Colin from... He was... Was he regular? No, he was med, right? He was Below Deck med? Where is it? I think think so, right? Below Deck med? Yeah, he's Below Deck med. He posted it, um, and so... funny story i screenshot it stephanie sent it to me like in instagram it was in his story it was in his story and so i she sent it to me and then i meant to like like it in our conversation but i clicked on it and then liked it so then it commented on his story 
putting comments in. Yeah, I mean, he, he like liked Well, what me. did you say? Oh, no, I actually, no, I actually said something. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah, you or said, I said, oh, wow. Or, I said, whoa. I said, whoa. Whoa. And then he hearted it. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Good thing I didn't say something like crazy. Yeah. I know, I'm actually glad. But you know what? That honestly captures the moment for everyone's reaction to like, really? It's Look. called Crew House. Uh, they're calling it so apparently and i look i did a like like a little research and when i say little research i googled the term <laughs> um basically a crew house is like a house where a lot of people who work in yachting oh. live together like in the off season of yachting so that makes sense they do that with modeling houses when they're trying to get their start exactly. they don't have money they all sleep team exactly. live together work during the day yeah so my guess is is it gonna probably be in like fort lauderdale because that's where a, that's ton where a of lot these of people them. live mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so it says there were two posts now casting yachties in between charters and rookies who are looking to break into the industry for a brand new tv show Ooh. if you have a passion for hospitality and have always dreamt of working on a luxury lot this is a perfect opportunity for you and it says hashtag crew house from the producers of below deck franchise um yeah so real world for boats yeah basically yeah I feel like that's already what below deck is, but minus when they're in their downtime. So this could be really interesting. This could be really good. This yeah. is the 24 hours in between charters. Yeah. Right. right. Yes. This is the shit you want to see because it's what sets the tone for the drama when you're really watching them work. Correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then I bet if they get good people, those people will end up on, on below deck. On below deck. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially now that they're having issues with keeping their chief stews. Oof. Well, and then also I think Below Deck is needed just to increase the positivity around tourism. There's yeah. a marketing yes. play behind that. They need to keep the show alive. And so this would be a great way to do so. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Totally. So I can't wait for that. Um, speaking of shows, apparently Don't Be Tardy is coming back. <laughs> Honestly, let's talk about this for real. Yes. Two things. Who is not over anyone whose last name is Bierman or Zolciak? Correct. All they have done is hoard themselves on InstaTwat face throughout this entire pandemic. Yes. A 16-year-old who looks like she's 25 and is going to regret it and need lots of therapy very, 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 very soon. So much. A, a mother who is probably on the QAnon tip and drinking some child's blood, trying so hard to make herself continue to look good. Croy does not have a job. I don't understand where he gets his money from, if he even has any. And okay. the only thing that's cute are the twins. So oh, give the, the twins, twins their own show cute. themselves. But it's starting to turn into Chrisley Loves Best, and I can't take it anymore. Oh, my God, Chrisley. Wait, but did you see what he did to his face? Yes, he got a facelift. He yeah, looks, he looks like Paul Simon Cowell. Cowell. But I don't understand. He wants to look young. He looks like his son. Yeah, but I, I've never seen a facelift, like, set back that many years. <laughs> right, you, can't do, you can't do your entire life all over again. Like, you just oh. because you look 20 doesn't mean you are 20. All right. Also, he's so gay. <laughs> Correct. And why haven't they uncovered that throughout all these seasons and seasons of documenting? I don't understand. I don't, I mean... 
Like no little pull off at the Cracker Barrel and that causes some kind of funk. I think it's airtight. I don't know what, like whatever it is, it is airtight. Listen, even Ozzy Osbourne got caught from Sharon. Oh, Kim, I got an an alert. Kim Zolciak Beerman started a live video. (laughs) She must have known we were talking about her. Her ears are ringing. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, it froze. I wish you had seen. She was froze like this. Her and her solo cups. Okay, can we go? Let's go back to talk about them. Okay. Bri- no, what's the young Adriana? Ar- Ariana? Ariana? Which the youngest? The youngest. The youngest one. Yes. yes oh my I, God, we were just talking about you. Yes. I understand that, like, when you get, well, I don't understand because it didn't happen to me, but like, <laughs> I, like I didn't, like, I didn't have baby fat and then just got really skinny. Like that just never happened. But I feel like she saw her sister trans, like probably not eat, even though they pretended like they go to Chick-fil-A all the time. She's not going to be able to see it. Um, you know that you didn't. Oh, oh. I'm watching. Oh, oh, oh. 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 No, I, she I pulled up a, a picture po- of, of the daughter of Ariel. Ariel. Ariana. Ariana. No, Ariana. We don't know the girl's Ariana name. Ariana and Brielle. I That's how there. basic they are. Their names are irrelevant. It's good that we don't know them by heart. Yeah. Is this, how you, is this a good smile I should do tomorrow during the photo shoot? Let me see. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't recommend that. <laughs> I don't recommend that that in 46 states. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she's doing in all of her photos. It's like an open mouth, like a a gape, (laughs) like a gaping. You know, it's just sad because at like what point in their mom or in her mom or sister's phase of plastic surgery has she said like, I want to look at like my mom when she looked during this time. They all look the same though. Like if you've they've all gotten the same surgery. Right. Which they're the to, same doctor. Which to me is just like so I don't know, like I and I feel like that's a deeper thing because I think that like at some point, like you you have to teach your children that like you can like let's age appropriately. Let's do things, you know what I mean? Like I understand that people like Botox and I don't have it. Like Botox is fine. But when you get to a certain age, but like at 17, right. Look at like, those lips. Yeah. Like you should not have, you should not at 20 years old, you should not have lip injections. Like to me, that is insane. And I think everyone's trying to look like the Kardashians. And I'm just I think like, you're correct. Like, listen, if there are things about yourself that you don't like and you want to work hard to change them, I think that is totally within any woman's prerogative to do so. Right. But there's got to be limits. Yeah. Got to be limits. Like, uh, don't use- I don't think she's had a boob job. No, right. she hasn't had a boob job. No. She's 18. She was supposed to start at ASU, Arizona State University, which is like number one party school in the country. Oh, Lord. Yeah, my boyfriend uh, went to that school. But she may not, she's doing online classes, but she may transfer to Georgia because she can't actually go to ASU in person right now. And she wants to actually go to college in person. Well, I'm glad she wants to go to college because her sister didn't. She wanted to be an Instagram person. <laughs> That's what, but I'm just doing really well at it. I just hate that she's doing really well at it. I know. I mean, she's making a shit ton of money. So like, right. Like why, why would you go to college? Because I mean- you're making millions. I'm just- going to say something mean. I don't think Ariana is pretty. 
No, she isn't. Listen, the younger kids are adorable. Oh, the youngest one? No. The twins are adorable. The twins? Oh, my God. That Kira, is her name Kira? Or one, the girl is the cutest. Yeah. AJ and Cash are like monsters. I feel, oh my God. So I, here's the thing. They're like Trump brothers. Oh my God. Yes. Here's the thing. I enjoyed the show. I thought it was funny, but I feel like what else? Like, I just don't, I don't see the appeal like now. Like, I think the last season you know, they obviously focused a lot on Brielle going, like not going to college and like how Kim was handling that because she really wanted her to go to college and her finding an apartment, blah, 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 whatever. So there was a storyline there. But like now I'm like, what's your storyline? They put them in an RV and they drove across country. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. To make things interesting. That's what it is. Oh. I heard it was so boring that Bravo shelved it and wasn't going to air it. And the only reason they're doing it is because they ran out of stuff to they show. They have nothing else to show right now. So why yeah. not? That's got to be new. A long time ago. They did. They did film this a long time ago. Oh, they did? No, this is what they filmed a long time ago. Oh. But yeah, but that's my thing is that they don't have, like, there isn't enough going on. One, because Croy is not playing. I feel like playing. Because could you imagine if he was playing on a team right now, especially with COVID happening? Like, how much, like, how interesting that would be? Yeah, it's the exact thing, same thing that happened with Kendra and Hank. When it's, Hank got cut, he had yeah. nothing going on, yeah, and then right. it didn't become – it wasn't that interesting. Even though watching them go through this oh, – um, the storyline of being a professional athlete and then not being a professional athlete with obligations and a wife yeah. who has expectations and a kid yeah. and mouth – like, mm-hmm. all of that is very well – interesting it's a shame that they don't allow that to be real reality and they kind of force it through like correct fictional movies but right. like they could have gone somewhere with that but that's just not that interesting yeah like you don't want to see him do that who did we oh um uh <coughs> Kristen Cavallari her show so I thought think that that was very interesting because they I mean I think they touched on it a lot and it sadly it would have been in not I mean not interesting to watch how their divorce like came about but I think you could see the dynamic of like an athlete who is who has made millions and who has had a job and has transitioned into a a part of a place in his life where he is not working and his wife who was famous at some point in her life well she's always been famous but like was on top and then kind of like like went back and like, you know, and was like, no, you're, you're the football player. You're making all the money. I'm going to stay home with the kids, but then got this show and then opened all these stores. And then now is back on top. And he's trying to figure out like, I'm staying at home playing with chickens. Correct. And And I did watch those stories though. (laughs) I was fully invested on who was killing the the chickens. You know, it was very interesting. Graham disappeared. Oh, oh shit! Did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it all was there for like two weeks. Yeah, I had the chickens, and then it went away. What do you think happened? You think I some think a neighbor, a neighbor, was kind of annoyed with the fact that they're doing so much filming in their area, which is very private property in terms yeah. of like seclusion. Yeah. So fuck you all. Kill your chicken. You'll buy another one. You don't even know what you're doing, anyways. It's probably, probably. horrible. Chicken gate. 
Chicken gate. Chicken yes. <laughs> oh I my gosh. Okay. I'm moving on. Cause we just like uh, went, we talked, yeah, we went on a tangent fine. on about a whole bunch of things. Okay. So the next Miley Cyrus, Miley and Cody broke up. Thank uh, goodness. She had, a, she released a new song, which I love. Me too. I, yes. And she did an interview on a podcast. The what's it called? Call her daddy. Call her daddy podcast. Stephanie listened to it. I did not. I did. So Stephanie can give us the rundown of like what was said, what happened, all yes, of that. Give me the tea. True, true, true. I can give you. <laughs> I can give you the rundown. Um, Call Her Daddy is one of the most popular podcasts in the country slash world. They're always in the top ten. It was two girls, then they had a famous breakup, and now it's just one girl. I find her to be annoying as fuck. I still listened to the entire podcast. You do you, girl. It's great. <laughs> um, Miley didn't actually give that much tea. The two juiciest things that Miley said were the two quotes that E posted. Basically, she said the first time she ever had sex or any sexual encounter, it was actually with two girls and not with a guy. Mm. So her very first sexual experience was a, was a threesome. And that the first time she did have, like, sex with a guy, it was with Liam when she was 16. And Wait, so when was she, did she have this threesome? Before then? Between the ages of 13 and 16. Oh, my God. Yeah, and she said the first few, multiple of her sexual encounters were actually with girls. She said she used to make all of her girlfriends hook up with her. What? Make? <laughs> well, like, not make, but, like, she was, like, very sheltered. And so she would be like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. And uh, then, like. They would do it? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Like, because she is so sheltered, she's not allowed to go out on dates so her friends did and she'd be like well what was it like when he held your hand how did he hold your hand what was it like when he kissed you in the movie theater how did he kiss you and then before you know it you're a seemingly well-to-do 13 14 year old who has a disney contract hooking up with the other kids from the mickey mouse club yes and there's no wonder britney has her little issues from time to time don't get me started on britney but i have to say Miley, so like, I do think people should listen to this interview because even though the caller daddy girl really annoyed me, Miley has had, and she admitted it, like a shit ton of therapy. And she, some of the stuff that she says though, about like relationships and like love and just interactions with people and like friend relationships, everything is very insightful, very deep. I love Miley. It made me like Miley even more. Mm. Um, she talked about her new song. And how the reason that she, so I, if you, I don't know if you guys know, but so like the lyrics change the chorus, the lyrics in the chorus change from verse to verse. Mm -hmm. So in one chorus, it's talking about her with a girl. And in the next chorus, it's talking about her with a guy. And the reason she did that is because she felt like for people who are like how she identifies, like there's not songs like that. Like there's not a song for you out there. And so you're bisexual. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, however, I or fluid, fluid or pan. I'm not sure, but like, fluid, yeah. Yeah. So like, there's not a song for you. It's a song is either like geared towards same sex or it's geared towards the opposite sex, but there's not a song that's like goes in like, to, like goes between that line. Mm-hmm. But that was very interesting. Yeah. Um, also, I just think the song's great. Like, I think the song is great. I do yeah. love her transparency. Yeah, I really appreciate her ability to be very transparent when most celebrities in her generation aren't. Yeah, like, yeah. 
that always wins with me. Like when she's not afraid to just be her. I do think her relationship with Cody Simpson was weird and I don't understand it. And even when she was talking about like when she gets into a relationship with somebody, like she, they always, they add value to her life in one way or another. And I'm like, well, he seemed like uh, not great. But I think, uh, but I think, weren't they friends? They've been friends for a long time. Right. When her and Liam broke up, like the very first time her and Cody hooked up. But as long as she's not Taylor Swifting her way through men, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, she's not. She said she's only been in love three times. And wow. that's good. It has twice, twice with Liam. Twice with Liam? Once was with Liam, once was with a woman, and she didn't say the other one. Ooh. But the woman, she said it just, the timing was never right. And it's one of those things where, like, they're always going to have a connection. She's always going to love her but it's never going to work. And she just like knows it's never going to work. So like, it's that she's going to let that be, but she didn't say who the the other one was, whether it was Liam again, or whether it was Cody, she just kind of left it up in the air. It's so her first podcast. It's very refreshing that she's able to share. So I feel like she's really lived in a very experienced life. She has, but she also, so like call her daddy is all about sex. Like literally it's all that that show is about. And like, while she's super sexual and she talks about this, like she's a very sexual being. Sex is not a big part of her life. Like people would think it is like it was, it was super interesting. And she also said like her sex drive is fully connected to how busy she is. So when she's really busy with work, she has no sex drive at all. So like right now she's super busy at work. And it was very obvious that like some of the questions the girl was asking she was, she was not like, she was like, Meh. yeah, she didn't want to answer. Him. Next. She's at that part where she's super busy. So like sex is like on the back burner for her. Yeah. But when she's not busy with work is when she has like a crazy sex drive. So she said, talk to me in a few months, maybe again, and we'll see, maybe you'll get a better podcast out <laughs> of me. You know, that makes sense. I could also see Lady Gaga's life kind of paralleling that same yeah. kind of relationship at like attitude towards things too. Yeah. Creatively as well as, like, the guy she dates. Yeah. I also think they're both, like, very... That's a good comparison of the two Mm -hmm. of them, that they are both very, like, focused in their art and, like, are so into it. And, like, when they're they're working, they're working. And it is, like, everything is shut off. Like, we are in this hole and, like, an album is going to come out. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. She's like been filming. She filmed this video during the pandemic. Like all this has gone on during the pandemic. And that's been her focus is like her business. And like she has a lot of other stuff going on. So she's like, when I'm working, I am working. Like. (laughs) Right. So. Get it, girl. Get it. it Get it, girl. Get it. It was an interesting interview. I love it. Miley. I'm glad that she broke up with Cody Simpson, though. He was so ugly. He's annoying. I mean, it's so yeah. mean, but he was not attractive. Okay, let's um, let's get into some housewives because you know, knowing us, we're gonna like go crazy. Where where do we want to start? We can just like highlight and talk how we feel, what's going how, what's going on. I kind of jotted some top five housewife moments since Potomac has been back, it's been really nice to have them into Mm -hmm. the fold. I always feel like it's a really special treat when you have three housewife seasons going on at once. That that, that rarely happens. And so it's really interesting to see 
how how you react to them all and also every season and every city has its own different form of shade yeah. So I kind of did some of my top five. I'm just going to give you like yes. a few. No, give us all yeah, five. I love it. Give us all yeah. five. Karen Huger, when being introduced to the newest housewife. Oh my God. Says, I've met her plenty of times. I'm not impressed. <laughs> yes. Karen is a mess, but I love her. I live for Karen. I, I almost spit out my sushi. I remember watching that because I'm just like the grand dame who is like, Aval, how old is Ray? Uncle oh Ben. Oh my gosh. And that's great. I feel bad. And I don't feel bad for her, but they're 20. Is it 20 years? There's 20 year difference. 20 years. Year and he yeah. doesn't look that old, but she's just no, like. He just doesn't look that in love with her. It has right. nothing to do with his age. I think he's just over her. Right. And I think she's realized that. And she's like, we're at a different part, like place in our lives, which does like, which. That happens. does kind of happen sometimes. Yeah. Like, Especially if there's 20 years. Yeah. So. It's I, inevitable. But I also think he's just over her antics. Yeah. Yes. He had to file bankruptcy because of her. I mean, his shady business oh, was doing yes. just well until he was on this reality television show with this woman who's the grand dame of this, that, and the I third. You shouldn't go on a reality show if you have a shady business. She probably didn't know and thought that maybe, I mean, it's just like Teresa Giudice, but that's another thing. Right. All right. What's the next moment? Brandy Glanville. Listen, (laughs) I'm all about ratings. So she does give good ratings. But other than that, I'm like kind of over her, sort of like I'm over Aubrey O'Day, right? They're not on the same level of patheticness. Oh my God, Aubrey O'Day. Oh shit. Also, okay, side, I'm going to sidebar. Please do. Aubrey O'Day, I used to love her when she, she was like her. one of my favorites. She was our favorite. Hands down favorite. And then all of a sudden, she legit just started changing her body. And like, I'm just like, you look terrible. She looks like a fucking like blow up doll. She looks like a brat doll. She looks no. She looks like a sex doll. If you look at her Instagram, she, she looks, looks like, like a blow up doll. A blow up sure. sex doll. It's but like I just so also broken. think it's indicative of same thing with Brandy Glanville of the need for attention and not getting it in the way that yep. you thought would serve you best because that's not truly who your personality is. You cannot be a wolf in sheep's clothing. It will not work out the fluffy whiteness will fall off and your savage fangs will always exist because that's who you are as a person. Yeah. Brandy tried to be the cute housewife when she was on the show. Then she got a podcast Then she had a book deal and vulgar was valuable. Yes. Right. But she's always been vulgar. Right. So when she screamed at Dorit, who has all of a sudden become like loyalist of beyond all loyalists. Right. That she effing ate, Denise's blank <laughs> and Erica Jane just did this with her hand. <laughs> I fucking love Erica. <laughs> it was a classic television moment, but it was also like the depre- like the depths with which you are going. Yeah. To create a storyline for you yeah. and Denise is really, really bad. Yeah. And I, I, oh no no no! I so two two things. Well, 
So I listened to Justin Sylvester's um, podcast Mm -hmm. and he had Heather McDonald on and she has all of her theories and whatnot. And like, I guess one of the theories that people were saying was that they filmed, they filmed the... She's gone back on that. Right. Well, so Justin also debunked that because he said... Kyle called him and was like, I know something, but cause I guess they have this pact where like, if like when she's filming since, since he's no longer works for her, he said like, uh, since he no longer works for her, they have this pact where like, if she needs like to talk while like during filming, if she needs to have like a session or like, I just need to like, tell you this he's like we go we talk like we go to her closet we we like talk it out but I also have a rule of like I don't want to know too much because clearly he wants to watch like the season right so he said that she called the like I guess the night that what's her face left um Brandy left Mm -hmm. the house yes and was was like oh my god like something just happened but I can't tell you like uh, and he, well, she was like, something just happened. He was like, don't tell me. And so he was like, and she was leaving the next day yeah. for the trip. Yeah. And right. then the other thing that people were like, oh, there was a Christmas tree. And then like all of the, like the timing and stuff. But he was like, no, she's that type of person who yeah, after, Kyle's- Halloween, after Halloween, the Christmas tree goes up. Well, and so her and Teddy had the same nail polish that night that they had the next day on the plane. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. Um, yeah, because Teddy wants to be Kyle. I Teddy, right. I so can't. I still think though that it is Kyle and Teddy who got Brandy to tell the story at filming. Yes, because the whole even that even if that night happened before the trip, it still felt so forced. Yes. And also, yes. I don't know oh, how Brandy's in the car. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if I was with right. Colin and we were going to dinner for my birthday and we pulled up at like a mutual friend's house, I wouldn't sit in the car. Right. You would like, get out and get inside and say, "Hey," and oh, even if you were only there for weird. ten minutes, it's so. Yeah. It was so even weird. If you were only there for ten minutes, you would hop in for ten and say hi, and then hey, let's right. go. Yeah. So it's also so weird. I just feel like there are some moments when Brandy is recounting this story where the audio seems a little dubbed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it could be, they could have had her, but I also, sorry. I also feel like the Denise too, like, I think what a lot of people are mad, like mad about, not mad about, but are just kind of like when she was like, I don't talk to Brandy. I don't talk to Brandy. But then it's like, well, Brandy told me that she's hooked up with with somebody else in the group. Well, when did Brandy tell you that? Like you said that you, you said that you don't oh. talk to her. So here's what I think. If I'm, if I'm playing Dory, who did she hook up with? Brandy so, and Denise hooked up. Let's just call a spade a yes, spade. I, yes, okay. Denise <laughs> from, I have pushed pause on those text message conversations several times so that I can read the whole thing and not the superimposed. And it honestly sounds like two people who do like each other, not on a sexual way, but like just trying to connect like, Hey, are you free? Love to meet you out. Sorry. I'm not free. Love to meet you out. Sorry. This thing happened. My best friends, two of them live in DC. So no, I don't get to see them all the time. So I will write something hoping that I do get to see them and give them a love or a honey or a mama because I haven't seen them. And that's, 
and a sign of affection. Right. So I don't think that these text messages are all of that damning. It looks it looks like Brandy is desperate for Denise's attention, right. not the other way around. Yeah. She just got to have her attention and a pie or a cake or whatever you want to call that. Yeah. And Brandy is on the vulgar reality show trajectory, a la Aubrey O'Day. Yeah. So it makes her feel good to out a relationship that she had with somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was yeah. the other thing that Justin said. He was like, look, I've been in this situation. He's like, I've been in this this place. And he was like, it looks like they, ho- they hooked up, right? It's one of those things where like, you hooked up. And then the next day, or the next time you see that person, you are trying to get affection or trying to get noticed by that person and they aren't paying you any mind. And that, and he was like, that's exactly what happened at Kyle's party. You could tell that she was trying to get like, trying I to get to have a threesome with you guys. Yeah. Yes. And they weren't, and they weren't biting and it was almost like they weren't. In, and so he was like, I think, you know, you, you're hurt. You are like, you want the attention yeah. and you're like, you're not giving me the attention. And so now I'm going to blow up your spot. Yep. Brandy scorned because she is literally at this point in her life has nothing to lose. Right. Yeah. And Denise, I think when everyone first brought it up, I think her thing was to be like, I don't talk to her. It didn't happen. Like deny, deny. But then when the women aren't letting it go, then it's like, well, now I do have to address it. And like, she's angry. And so she's going to try to fight right. back and say things like, well, she says that about someone else. What I heard was that she said it about a housewife from Beverly Hills. Not necessarily someone at that table, right? But a past housewife, which is Carlton, is what I what is what yeah. Heather said that they she hooked up with the witch. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so it, the way she said it came off. The women took it like it was someone somebody there. at the table, right? Well, but just because they're so accusatory of Denise, they're so ready and yes. eager. Right. Teddy is so eager to try to like pin her to the cross. Right. And ultimately, at the end of the day, I think it's Kyle and Teddy being mean girls and orchestrating this entire thing. Kyle needs to retire her diamond. Did I just say that out loud? Ooh. I agree with you. I, I 100% agree with you. Ooh. The same reason that they all thought that Lisa Vanderpump needed to go because her hands were so dirty. Kyle's are just as dirty as Lisa. And the sad yes. thing is Kyle is actually really cool. If she just sticks to her family drama and her phobias and stops trying to overly meddle, she's but. a cool fucking chick. But on the heels of an LVP situation where they're the witches of Eastwick, goodbye, Kyle, and all this, it's like you kind of just need to, like, fall back and have fun with your friends. Because trust me, I don't know why the housewives themselves don't realize this. Yes, we love the shade. It helps us get through episode 10 to 20 before the reunion, and we hope it's a three-part reunion. But... We also really do love it when they are getting along and having a good time as well. Correct. But I think, I really think that she, I think she doesn't want her drama to come up. And by her drama, I mean whatever's going on at the agency, because there's a lot of lawsuits. Mm. And I really think that in order to control the narrative and not have anyone focus on On the agency, yeah. She is trying to produce the show yeah. with storylines and drama. That's the only thing I can, uh, that can explain it to me. Random. Do the Altman, uh, do the, uh, what the hell is that? Million dollar. Are they with the agency? Two of them. Yes. 
Oh, okay. So the money, so the, yes, to answer your question, that pot is going still to the agency. Mm. There's money being shared between Kyle and Maurizio, which is brilliant. And no one's knocking their hustle by any means. But the bigger you get, the more trouble you get in also. All right. So that was number two. Oh, we're only on two. Let's go. (laughs) Garcelle's shade, Garcelle's shady boots moment of the week. Honey. Is when she, oh, it was a gratuitous comment to Lisa Renna. You are a friend, you are loyal, you are there, and you are supportive. But it feels like every time we're celebrating Erica for her accomplishment with Chicago, it goes back to you when you did it 18 years ago. Yeah. I love Garcelle. I love Garcelle, Garcelle but that is true. It's the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. She and, is literally the voice of reason. And the producers, the producers, we've got to give a round of applause for the producers. Okay. They have been literally working overtime this entire 2020 to carry these bitches' them. asses. The flashbacks of every moment that they were talking about Chicago and yes. when it was interjecting, it was so, oh my God, it was so good. Yeah. I'm like, really, they need to keep Garcelle. I don't want her to leave. You know, sometimes after that first season, some people decide where to go. I need her to stay. But did you see where she said that if Denise goes, she goes? Mm. Yeah, and I think she'll regret that later when they offer her. I think she'll regret it, but I also think she'll change her mind. I think so, too. She will. When they renegotiate her contract and offer her more money, she'll she said that. Listen, Garcelle is amazing. Like I, I, I've always loved her. There's not a single person that doesn't like her, though. Right. The both of you are scaring me right now. Sorry, I heard, <laughs> we heard a noise. You're doing these paranormal activity-esque looks, and I don't like it. Does it sound like someone opened the door? There is a chain door. But not like a front door, like another door. Stop, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Investigate, and I'm like scared, and I'm not scared of this kind of stuff. No, no, it's fine. It was just a ghost. It's not even Halloween, and we're doing this like we're doing this right now on the podcast. I'm I'm sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, I love Garcelle so much. Yeah, she's legit. I, the, the I started listening to her podcast, and it is Ooh, like... Oh, you have? Yes, and it's so good because it literally just sounds like a conversation with friends. It doesn't even feel like a podcast. That's what I she like that. was. Like, like, she normally had these, like... Yes. She would have her friends over, and they would just be... Have these conversations. Yeah, um, like, I listened to the one with the lady gang, and, like, it was just, like... Mm, it was yeah. so good. Like, it was just really, really great. I love do you remember it. that time we tried to do the same thing with our best friends, and it was was like a shit show <laughs> yeah it was great <laughs> so much that Matt's like you guys could it was like you guys need to start your own podcast network and then or media network and then have the coconut divas as a <laughs> yeah we're ready to sign you guys <laughs> it's gotta be the it's gotta be the hour that people are trying to fall asleep because there would be no way to make any actual sense of it okay no, it would be good. I think it'd be good. I think after a few, I'm just saying we were in the pool and we couldn't complete sentences or conversations. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just because everyone was drunk. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, what are we doing right now? I mean, I feel pretty good. I feel good, but like I wasn't like on like that Cancun level. Oh, Cancun was 
like great. <laughs> we did that in 2020. Isn't that crazy? Right. Yeah, that, that was, was the, the last, last good thing of 2020. That was the last trip. Like seriously, because at the last day of that trip, not to get morbid, but Kobe died, and that's what set oh. off everything in motion thus far. Seriously. I got the yeah. fucking- on the way home yes and we thought it was covid we thought it was covid literally we named an episode that week covid yeah we were like don't worry stephanie doesn't have covid like, no, like covid is no big deal yeah guys carlin's birthday was the last good thing the only good thing of 2020 Tabitha was like damn i should have gone i'm like yeah you should have yeah we really missed out. we're not going on vacations for another five years boo yeah because then we just lit everything on fire and threw gas on it. Yeah, like, even if the disease doesn't prevent us, nobody likes the United States right now because... We can't go anywhere. People hate us. Like, literally, if you look at the map of where we can go, <laughs> we can go to Mexico. We can go to one country can in go to the Bahamas. Europe. Yes. We can go to the Bahamas. We can okay. go to the Caribbean still. Yeah. So we can go to St. Bart's, and maybe we can meet the pirate. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Alex and Simon will be there. Oh my god. Okay, you were only on three. We got two more. Yeah, I was on three. Okay, so number four goes to Leah because she is everyone's favorite. And I understand that. Either I've always had a relation, a love, no hate with Leah because she's married to the mob. I'm a sneakerhead. She's a girl boss. I think that's very refreshing. Yeah. At a time when Pharrell and Kanye West were kind of like breaking through and like the whole thing was like. It was a vibe. Like, it really was a vibe. And I love so much how she gets under Ramona's skin. Yeah. There is just something to me that Ramona's starting to really show her age and not all the best places. Like, she is really becoming a boomer of epic proportion. And it is, um, it's always existed, but now it's just like... It's it's oozing out of her pores. She's just yeah. a very jealous, ignorant, yes, self-serving asshole. Yeah, it's it's not cute to watch. It's gross. Did you see that everyone caught her this past week smoking? Oh yeah, at sixty three, and they did not like it. Yeah. Yep. You know what? Thank you, cameras. And Radar Online and TMZ and Page Six. You sound like Jimmy Fallon when he does his thank you notes. Yeah, that's like, kind of what I was embodying when I did yeah. that. Because I need, I need the receipts to keep people in check. Like we need the receipts to hold Ramona accountable for her delusions of grandeur. Like honestly, who does she think she? She's worse than Vicky Gumbelson. Okay. Like she, yeah, she, when she, okay, when they were, where did they go? Where was their trip? Mexico. When they were in Mexico, Cancun. 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 And she, same, same. (laughs) And she was like, oh, the servants. Didn't she call them servants? And I'm like, I like to, I like to unpack right when I get here. Which you don't unpack. You have them unpacked for you, which I think is the most... I need you to steam this dress. The last time I wore it was in London, okay? I've got my two-pound weights. Can we talk about that poor woman who had to do Sonia's hair while she was naked? <laughs> naked and and inebriated. She was what? fucked what? up. Taking these for 20 years. Oh my God, they give you drunken sailor when you mix them with alcohol. 
there's no way that's the first time you mix those any pill you've taken with no no way so sonia is become the valley of the dolls 100 percent. but also bravo i need you to do an inventory check of like just like lisa rinna's pill bag of zip her ziploc bag of pills I need y'all to do just a quick scan. Like, let's just check what, if there's a dorazepam, a lorazepam. I also don't want her to stop taking anything because I love it. Listen, clean Sonia is still messy Sonia. No, Sonia is great, sober or drunk. She's one of the few that can pull it off all the time. And you're like, okay, fine. Yeah, but... I just, Sonia kills me. Also, the way that Ramona just like writes off everything that Sonia does as okay, but the second anyone else gets drunk, it's like the end of the world, you're trash. Like, My favorite like, Sonia oh. comment was that she said, I have the pudgiest pussy ever. And oh she was so God. drunk, she couldn't even say it correctly. And then Leah was like, if I said that, I would, you know. Ramona would say that I was trash and bipolar and tell everyone I'm telling pills, which is just like so foul. Do yeah. not put my mental health out on Terrible. Fifth Avenue. No. Ugh. She's gross. I hope she doesn't come back. So that was my number four. Number five. Are you ready yeah. for five? You're not going to yeah. expect this. But I think we've, we've mentioned this a, a lot. Mention it all. Mention it all. I make my own money. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Bronwyn, Bronwyn, Bronwyn. Ooh. I think he's the only person they should keep from Real Housewives of OC at this point. 100. Not only is she has been an extrinsic, extrinsic, an extrinsic? What's the word? I don't know what you're trying to say. Extrinsic? Intrinsic? Intrinsic? One of those. Her life is one of those. But she also has nine of them. So she has some depth to her. Yes, her mom is crazy and wears different color hair, but her mom has a PhD. Hello. Yeah, I love that. She's allowed. She's allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Right? She might want to have a threesome with her husband on his high holiday birthdays. I kind of love that, though. They were just, like, very different. Right. You do, you. It's real Orange County in my humble experience of living there for quite some time. Yeah. It's a real Orange County household, not someone trying to live up to a Beverly Hills lifestyle that just doesn't equate in the OC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm intrigued by what's going to go down on Orange County this season. I think that, like, I, I feel like it's going to be a very weird season. Because, like, I have a lot of respect for Bronwyn, and I really like her. And I liked her before, but even after watching her on the special that Bravo had, that made me like mm-hmm. her even more. Yeah, I agree. And the fact that she's on a cast, though, with Kelly Dodd, <coughs> which up until this oh. this current offseason, like, I loved Kelly Dodd, but now it's, like, Kelly Dodd, no. Like, the two of them just don't seem like they Mesh. should be on the same cast together. No. Not at all. And also, like, I don't know. I just think that Orange County, it needs a refresh. They need it a needs, shake up. It needs a real facelift. It needs yeah. a real facelift. And it needs they some- need somebody black. Yes. They do. Or Asian. There are lots yeah. of them that live in Orange County. There are so many. Yes. I have Asian cousins who live in Orange County. It's a high population of Asian Americans that live yes. in yes. California. And yes. the fact that they are underrepresented on Bravo television needs it's to It's terrible. Yeah. Yes. There's so many. They need to get with it. So it's crazy. But I'm hoping it's still a good season whenever it comes back. But I do. I love Bronwyn. I'm mm-hmm. with you. Hopefully. Yeah. She sticks around 
The others can go. Yeah. I could do without Gina. Yeah, Gina is like I mean, a non-factor to me. Like, I don't even like if you said name Orange County Housewives, I probably would have forgotten her. I did. I did forget her, and I forgot the other girl, Emily. Shannon, Emily. Emily's just a crybaby who wants attention in all the wrong places. And Emily, I'm over yeah, her. She's in a loveless marriage. I'm over the storyline. He's never going to pass the bar. Correct. He's not smart, and he doesn't like you. He's also ugly. Mm, and short. And like. Being short is fine, but being ugly is not. Here's the thing. You're right. Being short is perfectly fine. Being ugly and having an ugly personality yes. is not okay. And treating his wife the way that he treats his Being wife ugly in an asshole, okay. not cool. Right. I don't see what value he brings to their relationship. Right. Nothing except for us to have a house husband that we don't like. Oh, I mean, I think there's a few we don't like. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first one. What do we think about Giselle and her ex-husband rekindling their flames? I don't think I'm a fan of that. I don't think so either. I don't think her kids are a fan of it. I mean, her kids are basically like, he only calls us to make sure, like, so he looks good, like, with you. And it's just like, I think they know that it's just not. And also, can we also talk about how he was uh, Mr. Chocolate or whatever with Phaedra. Yep. Like, are we forgetting that? So, are they still together? They're rekindling. Yes, they're getting back together. They're together on this like, season right now. Yeah, this but like season. in real life or just in the season. Ah, they keep it so close. They don't really publicize I it. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Slip and you figure out that like they were and they're not still together. I could see Giselle doing that because she needs a storyline after leaving What's-His-Face. Like, that would make sense. What was his yeah. name? Stuart Sheldon. No. Sheldon. Oh, it was a weird name. It was a weird, like an old, like old black man name. Siebert. Mm, no, I think it was Sheldon. I think it was oh. Sheldon, too. Also, Candace. Sherman, 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 Sherman. Sherman. That's much more of a reverend black man. Yeah. Reverend Sherman. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Terrible name. She should not be with a man named Sherman. That just oh. sounds like a terrible idea. So bad. Um, and yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think that Candace. Mm. This season is, oh man. Chante away is what I think. I, and the thing is, is that I think in the beginning, I liked Candace because I felt like she was young. She brought like, you know, the energy. She's in an interracial relationship. I thought that it was going to be good. But then I feel like she's just too, like if somebody told me she was 25, I'd be like, oh, okay. Because I feel like she has that young, like. She's very immature. Yeah. And she's in her 30s, so I'm just kind of like, girl, like... Yeah, you're a grown woman. Right. And at first, and at first I was like, Monique really annoyed me, but I kind of like... I, I mean, I like... I think I liked Monique in the first season better. You know, I obviously think that once... I think people just... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I stand. I think Monique still annoys me. They are still together. They are still together, and she's hoping they get remarried. Oh, but I'm not hoping for that. They no. We'll be going to uh, the Dixon's wedding first. 
Oh, I'm happy about that though. I am too. I love him because I used to watch him when he played basketball for Maryland. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was a Duke fan. And so like I literally followed his entire college career because that was when I was like most obsessed with college basketball. That's so funny. So like I was I was all like, yes, I know who you are. I, I think I think that the, the two of them have done an amazing job with their yeah. love and their story. So and cool. I really give them a lot of credit because I don't know a lot of people that can do that. Yeah. You are so the sake of their kids. Yes. Like you are so committed to being like, you know what, we're not gonna be together, but we're gonna live in the same house because we want our children to like, you know, and I and and like she said, like they got married young, you know, and I think that sometimes that just, you know, it happens. You get married young. I was talking, we were talking, I was talking to Matt about this because he was like, I don't know if he, I can't remember why we were talking about this. If he knew somebody that was getting divorced or somehow we were talking about divorce and like, he's like, I, that's just weird. That's just like crazy to me that like, there's going to be, there's people that like, are like my age or younger that are divorced. And I'm like, yes, cause they got married young. I was like, not, not that if you get married young, you're going to get divorced. But like a lot of times like that happens because you were married in your twenties. We know from personal, really very close hand experience, a real life love and basketball story of that exact same thing. Yeah. And I give my hat off to those marriages and those relationships that have withstood that 10, 15 year transition from college athlete to professional athlete, because that comes with a lot of flaws, a lot of scars, a lot of untruths. And you still have to make a decision that this is going to be your life partner through this process. So yeah, I, I want Robin and, and Juan to live and win beyond any other celebrity I could ever think of dating any NBA athlete right now. Do you know what I'm saying? Because at this point it's for a completely different reason. And the two have such invested interest in others success. And you can see that, Mm -hmm. you know, I was watching the reunion from, I don't know, first or second season when Andy was like totally putting Juan in the hot seat. And he said, like, do you see a future with you and Robin? He goes, do I see a future? Yeah, I see a future, but I'm not going to share it with you. And I was like, I'm good. Yes. Like go on, like put Andy in his place and let him know that like, yes, she means something to you, but it's not for television right now. I thought that was super clairvoyant, you know? Yeah, he was the first, I think the first couple seasons, he was very much like, didn't want to be on camera, was very uncomfortable, like wasn't about it. And like, they, I think Robin addressed that too. She was like, he's just not comfortable and like not wanting to, you know, and he's quiet and, you know, and I think, you know, of course people want more, but it's like, "Mm, he's going to do what he wants to do. It's a good journey. It's a great story. Yeah. I love that. They better give them a wedding special. I cannot wait. Yeah. And I want cherry blossoms since they are in the DC area. And I know the perfect event planner if they need one. Just saying. Yeah. Yes. That would be nice. I love it. All right. Well, um, Steph, I know you said you had games, but I don't know. Do you? 
I feel like I don't have them with me. Oh, okay. So on that note, (laughs) on that note, (laughs) I think this was great. I mean, we're probably, who knows? We always are like, we didn't put our timer on this time. Oh, we're not that long. Oh, no, we're not that long. I think we did really good. Oh my God. Yes. I'm kind of impressed. And the other thing I was going to say is guys, hello, content creator over here. Should we play these games and put them in your story? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, well, but Steph doesn't have the games with her. I can come up with some right now. Oh, well, no, well. I mean, I'm planning. I'm pre-planning. Oh, like, yeah, that yeah, yeah. We put them in our story. Yeah, yeah. We have a games tab on our um, highlight reel. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Every time I go to play the game, I screenshot it, and then I fall asleep in the process. <laughs> It's okay. You're gonna have to. We're gonna post. We're gonna post your top five. So. Yeah, we'll post your top five for you. Tag them all. Yeah, so you yeah. don't have to worry about it. But can you be a good friend and text me the next time there's a game in your story? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be like a homework assignment. I like the content. We yeah. will. Um, okay. Well, thank you, Sania, for joining us. Um, I love this, when you're on. It's so great. We need to do this a little more so we can like catch up on all of our, you know, Bravo love. We can and- even talk about how you feel about Below Deck Med. No, we didn't. But listen, I'm more than anything, I'm really sad that I'm not there to be the content creator of your photo shoot tomorrow. So I I can't wait to get a rundown of that just like as a sidebar, as like friends. I really want to know how that goes. I want behind the scenes. I want real. I want confessionals in the bathroom when someone's eyelashes don't go on. Like I want all of the tea. Oh, our eyelashes are going on. We will, um, we'll, ins- we're going to insta story yeah. a lot of stuff, but we'll- also while you're still there, I do think for your listeners, it would be imperative of them to know what is in the champs and sunset cocktail. Oh, so yeah. on that too. We're going to ask the guy what's in the wonton soup container of pink stuff. <laughs> for sure. And then we'll ask that black girl from Trader Joe's to see where she recommends getting said pink ingredient so we can really right. make our own. Yeah. I, but I don't know if he'll tell us. He wants us to buy like a batch of cocktails from him. Yeah. I'm like, okay, stop pitching us your. your- <laughs> I appreciate your side hustle, but like, give me my cocktail. Yeah, he's like, I have a side hustle, guys. I have a side hustle. Okay, great. You need to explain him to him that the real hustle is that you guys are a brand, and he right. just, yeah, right. We know about you need to Bethany Frankel this really quick. Is all I'm saying. Real quick. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, so we want to remind everybody to um, subscribe and download and share with all of your friends. Tell them on, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.